Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Woo-hoo-hoo, it's a Monday. Uh, look, I hope you guys had a, an amazing Halloween weekend, a fun-filled Halloween. Uh, I, had a, I, had a, I had a really good time. Like I said, I enjoy Halloween. I enjoy getting creative. And um, the, the next, I guess, when we get into this thing, I'm gonna have some photos for you guys that you guys can check out to see what I got into uh, this, this year for Halloween. But anyway, look, lots to talk about in sports. Exciting, I got my guy Steven Sai back joining us today. We're gonna talk UH, Rainbow Warrior football. And so, look, like we always do, Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. And like I said, all right, Halloween, they say Christmas, it's the best time of the year. And yeah, we all look forward to Christmas, but I love Halloween because I have, I got a creative side to me. You know, you guys saw last year, the Soul Collector, the Soul Collector. Anyway, look, uh, I'm a huge Venom fan. And ever since that movie came out, I'm like, man, I, I think I'm I think I'm Venom. I think that's like that's like my alter ego if it's a superhero. Uh, so this year I was Venom. And I want you guys to take a look at some of these clips and pictures of what your boy did and got into this Halloween. Check it out. What, what do you think? What do you think? Hey, that's, that's sort of Hollywood-ish. Yep, done all by myself, my own creative. Um, it's just, I love it. I love challenging myself mentally like that and tapping into my creative side. Um, and Halloween does that for me. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll tap into some of that, you know, uh, some of the other holidays. Maybe I'll get a little creative uh, this coming Christmas. Sorry, I know Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Uh, we're not going to skip that. But anyway, look, let's move on. Uh, this is the last segment that I'm going to have my Halloween decor up. <laughs> we're, skipping, we're skipping beats here. We're going to move on to the fall festivities. Let's go. New week, new opportunity. And I'm talking about football fever. All right, so go get yourself a football fever ballot in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser newspaper. Fill it out. Get your picks. Be careful, though. All right, there's been some, some trades happening that we're going to talk about, one big one in particular. So make sure you're up to date right, with your football, with your teams, and be in the know. And if you're following us here on the CO2 Rundown, 
that could help you out a little bit. But anyway, look, shout out to our Football Fever sponsors, Mercedes-Benz of Honolulu, Hawaiian Telecom, and Long's Drugs for making it possible. Fill that thing out. Turn it in by Wednesday to select Long's Drugs, and you give yourself a chance to win a grand prize at the end, a big green egg Kamado grill. Ooh, could use that. Uh, anyway, look, that's it for Football Fever. Thanks again. Let's go. Man, the Astros, they showed up. Forcing a game six in this year's World Series. The Braves now lead three to two. It's going to be interesting, man. I, I was calling a sweep because I was just hoping, you know, the Atlanta Braves would, would get it done. But in championship games, in championship series, who doesn't want a seven-game series? So you know what? I want this thing to go to, to seven games just for the excitement. Because that, that's what sports supposed to do for you. It's supposed to keep you on your toes, get you on the edge of your seat, right? The intensity, the suspense, the oohs, the ahs, the big plays, the home runs, which there's been a lot of this playoffs. It's been wild, all right? The hitters are getting that much better, but the pitchers are also that much more skilled. And so it's, it's been a great World Series so far. I'm not so sure who you're rooting for. Your team might not even be in the, in the World Series, but it doesn't matter. If you're a baseball fan, you've got to be loving this battle that's going on right now. So make sure you guys tap in, tune in. Game six, I'm going to be all eyes on the tube. Pulling for the Braves, but I ain't going to be upset if there's a game seven. <clears throat> all right. In the NFL, there's been some, well, the two biggest stories right now is the trade of Von Miller, right? Pro bowler of the Denver Broncos. He's being traded to the Rams for a second and third round uh, 2022 draft pick. And for Von Miller, it's, hey, this is where he spent his career, man. This is where he made his hay. This is where he's dedicated and poured out so much of his heart, soul, passion, blood, sweat, tears, everything into that community. And, you know, I guess every player according to an organization, has an expiration date. Young athletes, this is why I harp on it so much. It doesn't matter how much you, you, you accomplish, how much you get in the, in the sports world. You know, someone else, someone's putting an expiration tag on what, you, you, what they think you can do. Right? And, and it's, it's tough. I've been there, you know, and it's been an emotion. It's an emotional one for Von Miller. But on the flip side, he's going to a Rams team that's a playoff-bound team, Super Bowl contending team. And now with him on that edge, pff, look, man, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, are you kidding me? Enough said. That team just elevated themselves. And so, yeah, the initial shock for Von Miller is probably it's an emotional one. But once he gets settled and the new fire starts to, starts to burn and he realizes the situation he's in, I'd say he's going to take off. So that's what's on the trade block. But, man, this one I hate talking about. Injuries. And this guy's been having himself an all-pro, all-career, Hall of Fame-type season. Titans running back Derrick Henry might be done for the season with a apparent foot injury. And it's a foot injury that I had. 
and this, this is what pretty much ended my career, a Jones fracture, right? It's, it's, so if this is your, your foot, the, the, you have this metatarsal right here. You have your pinky toe. I'm using it as my toe. And then that bone right there, right? Your metatarsals, all these bones. That thing breaks. And the problem with that area, number one, you're always on it, right? You're always on your feet. Two, there's not a lot of blood supply that gets to that area. So bones need blood to heal. And Derek Henry's a big body. He puts a lot of force through that foot to run, to make cuts. And man, I, I pray it is not the, the, the case. But when these things arise like this, for the most part, it is what it is. You know, but hey, he's in the NFL. They got the best doctors, best surgeons, best treatment, best everything. It's not a career ender for, for Derrick Henry, but it is and could be, and if it is, most likely will be a potential season-ending injury. And it's sad, man, because he was literally his own train, on his own train tracks, and anything that stood in his way, you know, was getting ran through. And that Titans offense, that team feeds off of that, feeds off of his energy and his dominance. And, man, if they lost that train... You know, hopefully there's a guy that can step in. But, man, that's, that's, that's all I got for the NFL. Tough news, hard news to deliver. But there's always, there's always a brighter light on the end of that tunnel and on the other side. So, good luck, guys. ILA's football, St. Louis did it. Right? They defeated Kamehameha 41-7. to Wow. Yeah, they had something to prove. Forcing a true championship game, right? This week, it's on. Both teams, one last time for the crown. And it's going to be an exciting one. You know, in losses, right, in football games, when you lose, there's so much that you can achieve from that. You go to the film room, you watch, and you dissect everything because... You lost the game, so you obviously didn't play to your full potential, whether it was penalties, disciplinary things, turnovers, right? Not executing. Injuries can cause some of that stuff too. But it allows an opportunity for growth, and that's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm excited to see. Look at St. Louis, right? They lost. They went. So, so they had to go back and learn, reconfigure that thing, Right? And they grew. And look at what happened. So, I think we are preparing for one heck of an LA championship. Good luck to both teams. All right, it's that time. My guy, Steve Inside, a sports guru, is joining us today on the, uh, in the Steel 2 Rundown. Excuse me. I'm just getting excited. We're going to talk about UH football, where they stand, where they're going, what needs to be done. Uh, to, to close out this season, right? What a possible bowl, um, winning season, all these things. So without further ado, let's check this out. Okay, I got my guy Steve inside, the sports guru. Oh, 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 and, and, hey, Steve, I'm just excited, man. I'm over here kicking the tripod, trying to get there it right. Go. I'm excited, man. <laughs> How you doing? Excited too. Good, great Monday. Did you have a nice uh, Halloween? Oh, I sure did. I sure did. Wait till you see 
my costume. I'm, I'm going to post a little bit on the, uh, uh, on the rundown here. You're going to see some photos, but uh, it, was, it was a good one. I enjoy Halloween. I went what I always would go as. I went as a nerd. It's perfect. It's an everyday outfit. Nah, man, you smart, Steve. I love, I love <laughs> your nerdiness. Um, anyway, look, man, let's dive right into this thing, okay? Yeah. University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior Football, man. Um, first of all, let me just say that I'm excited because we haven't spoken since this happened. I'm excited that fans are back. Right? I'm Number excited, one. too. I'm excited, too. I'm a little saddened because when they first had this plan going, they were going to redo um, Ching Field when they were going to, you know, it was, they had a great plan for the whole season. I'm sad they didn't get to do the whole thing. I'm sad now because it's a little bit um, late in, in the game that they have to scramble to get out the tickets. Some people, um, like parents, couldn't make plans to get out in time because, you know, they just didn't know. And so it's, it's a little bit tough. But, hey, it should be a full house. They haven't had that on, camp on campus. On campus, it's going to be great. And the weird thing about it is the team stays overnight on Friday night. They stay at a hotel. So the team will actually be busing on the campus for the home game, which is kind of – ironic I, I never use ironic right but it's gonna be kind of a cool experience yeah and, and you know what it's it is what it is Stephen. If, if i think back and i thought about the whole situation and you know a year ago we just wanted football right yeah. high school level we just wanted sports and and so when when the, when the our uh sports okay we were back going we had the plan things happen but i think i think we can just we can just be be happy and be grateful for what we have now and look forward to what it's going to be. So I think, mm -hmm. you know, we got the, the November 3rd, a couple of days, 100% capacity, indoor, yeah. outdoor events. So, you know, although football season, we've got what? One, just one more home game? Two more, San Diego State two more. Colorado State. San Diego State, that's right. So we got two more. And man, look, it is going to be, they're going to make the best of it. It is going to be yeah. exciting. And I cannot wait. And so... You know, that's exciting news, but the news I want to talk to you about, Stephen, more importantly, is moving forward the season, finishing as a winning season, having an opportunity to, to make it to a bowl game still. Let's talk about that. Yeah, um, I know it's tough. You know, they always start with ultimate goals. Ultimate goal is you go undefeated, you know, you're playing Alabama for the championship. You know, Alabama's not living up to its part, so that, that's that's part of the problem. And then, and then you start lowering the things, and you would go, okay, you want to – you want to go undefeated in the conference and you want to win your division. You want to play in the championship game. Well, they had a shot, it was kind of a long shot, but if they had won their uh, five remaining home, uh, five remaining games, starting with last week's uh, game against Utah state, there was a shot, especially since uh, Fresno state ended up being San Diego state. Um, Hawaii's already beaten Fresno state. So, I mean, um, there, there's just a lot of scenarios are pointing to things being good. If Hawaii had, had done well against Utah state, didn't happen. Now you got to reset the goals again. Now the goals is there are four games left. You got to win three of them to have a winning season. You have a winning season. You play in a, you're bowl eligible. And you know where you're going to play that bowl game? Right back at Ching. So things could, things could work out, but it all starts with you got to win. You got to win a game. That's it. I don't care if it's in front of, I don't care in front of every fans or no fans. You got to win a game. Fans or no fans, you got to win the ball game. See, if you hit it on the head. And yeah, I was, I was a little, you know, I was a little down, man, because, you know, we had Shevin back. Shevin played well. And, and I, you know, I think I, I felt like Utah State is a game we, we – it's a team we should, we should beat. You know, it's a team we should beat. That's, that's, that's what I feel. And especially knowing 
what's at stake, what's, you know, there's just, and it was a, it was a, you know, it was a sort of a tight game for the most part. And then, you know, it did just kind of ran away with it, but in your eyes, you know, what was the difference in that ball game? What was the, the main difference? Well, I think why the problem we, is, we weren't the loss. Well, I think the problem is with Hawaii is Hawaii's got to start off fast, especially on the road, especially in altitude, you know, the, the, and you got you to admit, Utah State played it right. They, they put their student section in Halloween costume. They might not have slept the entire night because they had a huge <laughs> party uh, <laughs> night before. They put their fans right behind the UH bench. I don't know if that's legal or not, but it was great tactic because their whole game, they're yelling and they're, you know, they're, and, you know, as, as much as Utah State guys can um, heckle, they were heckling. And it was, it was just a, a great experience, actually, for the players and, and the fans because it was great interaction and everything. But the, um, you got to start off on the road in altitude. You've got to start off strong. Didn't. That took away the running game, which is already a little bit shorthanded because Day Day Hunter, why his best runner wasn't available. He's had some issues. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, when you shorthand that way and you're flying behind and you have to give up the running game, you have to pass. Um, Shevin, Shevin was good. He's very accurate. He's very good. He's a great leader and he's a great running threat. But he hadn't played in four weeks. He missed three games, but there was a buy in there for four weeks. It's a little bit different when you feel good in practice, when you feel good in warm-ups. But it's a little different when you're actually in the game competition. It goes back to the game. It's really fast. It's a lot faster in practice. You know, your scouts give a great look, but they don't give look like a Utah State on a, on a Saturday night. So I think that, that was a little bit of a problem. And, and um uh, one of the things that Hawaii just hasn't been able to do, which they used to do really well, is they used to dominate special teams. I'm not just saying matching up or anything. They used to dominate. They haven't dominated this year in yeah. special teams. I think um, I, I know that they, that they have the talent for it. They have the coaching for it. It's just they got to put together because that's one of those things where if Hawaii can dominate in that third phase, uh, when you can talk about the hitting yardage, things like that, field position, they do that, they can get back on the winning streak. Yeah, and, and you know that that was one of my specialties, right? And and not just as a returner by itself, but just the whole special teams unit, the punt team, right? The the coverage teams. It it needs to be a point of emphasis. And yeah, it could be the X factor. It could be the thing that when it's the it's the third part of the game. You know, if if our offense is struggling a little bit, you can do something on the on the special team side to sort of counter that. Defense is struggling. Special teams can help out. So it's complementary football, right? You don't have to dominate all three phases. You want to win two out of the three. That's always the goal, Stephen. You want to win two out of the three phases. And, you know, complementary football goes a long way. You, you protect the punter well. You punt that ball. You pin them deep, right? Defense comes out excited, gets a three and out, forces a punt. Punt return unit comes out. Either gets a block punt, all right, or a big punt return. That's complimentary football, and you only have to have that happen a, a couple times throughout the game because you know football is a game of momentum swings. So we get that complimentary football at 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 the start of the game, which is crucial because we want to start fast, start the half, or when you've lost the momentum, those things come up. Boom, momentum momentum back on your side. So we have to be able to implement those things. And yeah, special teams is part of the game. It needs to be as much emphasis as your offense and as your defense, if not more. Right. And one of the worst things that happen in it, okay, a lot of times, okay, maybe you, you punt out of bounds, you kick, or, you know, th things can happen. There can be breakdowns, you can dig yard. But what you can't do is 
if you're trying to get an onside kick, if you're making the onside kick, that's your decision. Okay, if you don't recover it, that's okay. It's a little risky, but that's okay. But you can't let a team return an onside kick for a touchdown. I've never heard of that. 45 yards, the guy picks up an onside kick, goes 45 yards the other way. That's a backbreak. I mean, that's one of those things where, yeah, that's a, it's a risky strategy anyway. It's a risky because you could not get, gain possession at midfield. But to allow a touchdown on that play, that's a little tough. Well, that's a bad break. That's called a bad break. Yeah, and it is. And, and you know, it happens. But what, what, you know what that is? You know what that's a result of? That's a result of a Utah State player playing every play, taking advantage yeah. of that play. No fear, right? Like, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an offensive play because we're receiving the ball. I'm going to make the, meth, the, the most of this play, right? That's someone who maybe he's a special teams guy only. And he's like, this is what I do. I am going to do this to the best of my ability because this is my assignment, right? So it, 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 even, in the, even on that play, Stephen, on the onside kick, every player has got, an, has got an assignment. It's not, hey, go recover the football. There's guys that are, you know, assigned. Okay, you got to go take him out. You go take him out. You go, you go block him. You shield him. You're the recovery guy. But, hey, you're, as you're running to do your job, if the ball is right there and it's past 10 yards, yeah, hey, the number one goal is to re- recover the football. But we got to attack, right? The onside kick unit, that's a play that, that is repped over and over and over and over again. You know, it's something that has to be a, a skill. Teams are starting to use it as a skill. It's a play, right? So you can't just treat it as, uh, let's hope we get this ball. Let's hope they muff it. Let's hope we get the good bounce. You practice it and you drill it, right? And so everything has, um, you know, Deion Sanders, he posted something uh, a few, like maybe three weeks ago on his Instagram. He talked about, he talked about purpose, Stephen. He talked about guys, and I guess he was just referencing is that as a whole, guys don't practice with purpose these days. What does that mean? Well, you're saving it for game day. You can't just go out there and practice and like, ah, lollygag around and like, and I'm not saying this is the case, Steve. I'm just, I'm just speaking out because this, like, I, I saw this, you know, I saw this post by Prime and I was like, wow, that, that's, that's true. Like you have to, you have to practice with purpose. If you're just out there going through the motions, trying to save it, ah, you know what, game day, I'll, I'll go full speed on that. Game day, I'll, I'll recover that. Game day, I'll, I'll make that catch. Game day. You're not practicing with purpose. The purpose of your practice is to, is to compete, is to get better, is to be better in that day's practice than you were yesterday. If every single day of the week you got a little bit better, what are you doing right there? You're creating a trend going like this, Stephen. And what do you think is going to happen on game day? You think you're going to be worse or better than the day before? You're going to be better because you've created that system, that routine, that, that, that sort of uh, habit. Right. And, and game days, there's no, you're just, it's, it's another day. It's another day. And the, the juices are flowing that much more. The intensity is that much higher, but the purpose of every single day, it shouldn't be practice versus game day. It should be intent. I am going to win. I'm going to win this rep. I'm going to be the best on this play each and every day. That's, that's the difference. And, and that was awesome on prime. 
Yeah. Well, I, well, I would give Hawaii credit on this. Um, uh, Todd Graham is, controls a lot of different things. He's an overseas special teams defense. He's involved in every everything. Um, kind of like how June was uh, when June used to kind of run the offense, but he only, he knew what the defense was doing on the other side of the field. Todd Graham is actually uh, when they're doing the uh, defensive drills against the scout team, he's actually coaching the scout team and and the uh, the starting defensive guys. So he's very involved. He's really on them. He's hard on them. He's very tough on his players uh, during practices. Because again, like you talked about, like what primetime is talking about is you do that because you want to mimic the game conditions. You will, you know, you practice hard, you can play hard. So I, to their credit, they do that. Just, I just think that um, that just wasn't one of their games for a lot of different reasons. Uh, again, the slow start, um, the altitude, the travel. Getting to Logan uh, is not easy. You actually fly to Salt Lake and then you have to drive the 90 miles to, to the site and just a, it's a tough one. Yeah, there. it's not an yeah. easy site. There's there's a mountain involved, so you you go the mountain, you go up the mountain, you go down the mountain, and so it's a it's, it's kind of a tough thing. But again, it's it's just a tough thing, and uh, and it, it's but it also shows again um, what I, I kind of see some things trends at least in the Mountain West is Utah State put uh, after Hawaii I think won the title in 2010 or uh, 2010 I think it was the uh, Mountain West title. Utah State put a lot of money into its program. A lot of schools around uh, in the league, San Jose State, uh, San Diego State's building a, a new stadium. A lot of people are putting money into the product. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, well, you know, you can't afford this. But you know what? If, if your competitors are doing this, if this is the biggest entertainment in Hawaii, you've got to put money into the product. And whether that means you got to raise more money, which I know that's tapped out stuff, it's a pandemic. But this legislature's got to help out because... You know, this is um, football is the gateway to the university. Maybe that's sad. Maybe that's the way the priority shouldn't be, but it is. You know, you have a good football team. People are interested in your university, the interest in the university experience. It helps other programs, helps other things. Again, maybe that's not the priority as it should be, but that's the way the reality is. And if everyone, if all your competitors um, are doing that, you've got to keep up. And Hawaii used to be kind of a leader in it. It's not a leader in it anymore. You've really got to pick it up. The state's got to help them out. The governor had to help them out by letting them have more fans in earlier. Um, there's just a lot of things that could have made the season a little bit better, which um, just wasn't the case. And I think uh, that, that's unfortunate because uh, the team is the team is trying hard. People are trying hard. It's just that they're you're playing against competitors who are, I don't know, let's, let's say are trying a little hard or, or doing or or have more resources. Yeah, you know, and that's those are the things that are out of our control, right, Stephen? And so, what we can do is control what we can control. And that's showing up every day, working as hard as we possibly can. Like, honestly, we, we got to know, right? We got to have that integrity that, that we are doing everything that we can that's in our control. And we got to be able to live with the results. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I see that. And I, I do believe that, yeah, I mean, Coach Saad Graham is doing his best. He is doing what he needs to do. And you know what? At the end of the day, you're not going to win every game. That's just what it is. But are we getting better? Are we making adjustments? Are we self-reflecting and looking and trying to see if we can do something different? You know, those are things that, again, are as a fan, those are out of our control, right? So, um, no, yeah, I believe we, we, we have what it takes, Stephen. Uh, moving forward, this is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere uh, at the new, you know, Ching Field. And this season, I, I feel we're going we're gonna to finish strong. We have to. Our back's against the wall. We have to. There is no, there is no other way. Well, you remember how it was in 2004. You had to win out. Remember that? 
2004, people were getting on people, and uh, even June was getting a little testy. Uh, but um, hey, you had to win out. You won out. Great ending. Great fight, by the way, against. Uh, but it was uh, Houston. I mean, it was just a great, great way. And that's what you do. Your back's against the wall. You got to win out. And another interesting thing about this this team is. Um, Without Shevin in there, there was always a possibility like he might come back, he might come back. So when you're doing that every week, now you're, now you're kind of not giving whoever you're starting quarterback all the reps. I mean, you're trying to be even just okay. So they, essentially they were going into the last previous two or three weeks with two different game plans, whether Shevin plays or whether Braden Shager's a starter. Splitting. I think, I think the team has to know who the guy is. I think the reps have to reflect who the guy's got to be. And now this week, there is no doubt. It's going to be Shevin. Braden Shager is a good player. He's, he's done tremendous things in his freshman year, but there's no doubt now. The team knows, everyone knows the reps are going to be geared toward it. The practices are going to be geared toward it, that there was one guy. And you kind of knew how that was when you had Timmy Chang. With Timmy Chang, you need to know he was the guy every week. And I know you yeah. guys were the guys around him. Oh, yeah. but, but at least he had to know that. And I think he, he made yeah. him a better player when he knew that. And, and the team knew that this is our guy. This is the guy throwing us the ball. Yeah, no, it helps. It does help with the continuity and, and, and the confidence. And, you know, it maximizes your reps, you know, who, who's going to be the guy and just, yeah, it flows better. So, um, yeah, well, look, Stephen, man, that's all I got for today. That's all, that's all the time we got, man. We could sit here and chat. I know we've missed uh, each other for a few weeks now, but um, it was great. It's always great talking to you. It's always great getting that insight. And hopefully, man, we, we finish the season strong and we end up in a bowl game right there on, on our home turf. Sounds great. That sounds a good plan. All right, Chad, thanks okay. again for having me on. All right, Stephen. Hey, happy Monday, brother. And we'll see All you right. soon. Take care. Okay, aloha. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. It's your boy, CO2. And you're watching the CO2 Rundown. I thank you so much for all of you who tune in each and every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. All right, this it's, is fun. I enjoy it. I love it. And uh, I hope it's something fresh for you guys. I hope you guys feel my energy through the lens. And uh, look, it's Monday. I'm trying to give you this energy because I knew in my mind that Mondays is the day to start fast, right? So here's all this energy. Get yourself going. And I will see you come hump day Wednesday.